Say 
TNJ Radio Show. Yo, 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 yo. Can you hear me okay? Let me get this off the screen. Yeah, can you hear me? Mr. Will. There we go. Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you clearly. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. Sound like a little delay. Mm. All right. Well, let's get started. Thank you for coming back to the show, TNJ Radio. We're really excited. Just bear with us. We're going to move in this a little slowly. Um, give me a second here because I got a special guest that's going to come on today. So got to send them uh, the message. So give me a second here. Yes. Yeah, so how was your day, man? Uh, it was a pretty pretty good day, you know. Um, busy, of course, as usual, but um, great day to be alive. Uh, so when you say busy, what you mean? What was you doing? Uh, man, right, running around, um, doing stuff for kids, paying bills. I've been trying to, you know, find someone to volunteer to pay the bills. That's going to be a... A hard challenge, but hey, man, you know, anything's possible. Yeah, yeah. Sound like a Disney. Gotta, I'm trying to get um, <laughs> I'm trying to uh get this link to a couple of people so that they're gonna get on here. Um, just bear with me, man. But uh, continue to talk, man. So, what? How was your weekend? Heck, tell me about the football game. Um, the last two weeks. I know your son was almost uh, he get the player of the week. Talk about that for a minute. Uh, um, well, that was actually a couple weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. And um, mm-hmm. he, he was voted number three as far as the player of the week in Pennsylvania. So it was, um, you know, good, man, he was doing his thing, getting them yards, making shots them. Out, t- shots Continue. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, the last week, um, you know, it was a tougher game. You know, um, they still got they still got the W, but they had to, you know, put that defensive lock on. So, um, pretty pretty good game, low scoring game, but W's a W. Yards did he get? Um, the game that he was considered the top three in the in the tri-state area, but. Buck sixty six. Sound good, didn't it? <laughs> right. Buck sixty six. Yeah. Man. No one is fucked. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Mm. Okay. So how did the game go last week? Uh um it it was a it was pretty much a game of attrition. You know, there was people um going out, people getting hurt, people coming in, but like I said, it was a matter that that defense had to stay locked and fit. Um, but but yeah, it was a pretty good game, man. That that opening drive, man, first play, quarterback um threw a seventy-five yard um, you know, bomb, touchdown. I, I got one. 
That's dope, man. So, real quick, we, um, Mike, we see you in the queue. Just bear with us for a minute. You know, just try to get into our groove, get real nice and slow. But um, first off, before we get into it, use way to the end to give um shout out to our sponsors. We're gonna do it in the beginning, and you know, you're gonna tell us uh what we're gonna talk about, and then we can um get get Mike on. Right? Yeah, we, we got a couple of, um, you know, sponsors. Got to pay the bills, but also at the same time, um, you know, these different organizations are out helping a lot of people, you know. So we first we have up um, Sharonda Simone's YouTube channel, you know, um, on there. Listen, ladies, like if you're into things about natural beauty, you know, um, good products um, that you want to review, um, motherhood, because we know it's hard being a mother and, um, at the same time, maintain a Christian lifestyle, because I know some of you mothers, um, sometimes y'all might want to kill us or the kids, but either way, um, <laughs> there, there has to be a balance. So she has a great channel, you know, covering all those things. So I definitely, you know, tune into Sharonda Simone on YouTube. We'll just put it on the banner real quick. There we go. Yeah, be sure to check it out. Um, you don't want to miss a beat on it. Also, what we want to give a shout out to, um, and this guy, he knows 100% information, man. He has, he has a channel where he takes a different perspective, but also he talks about finances. I want to give a shout out to, bam. William A. Thomas, man, go to his YouTube page. He's doing his thing on there. Absolutely. Where 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 did I send your check to, man? You were saying all those things. I was just listening, oh, like, man, who's he about to talk to talk about? <laughs> also, hit up my Josie Sports Nation channel where I talk talk about sports, uh, but I do it from a different angle. Um, we have a, a lot of success over there, so definitely check me out. All right, all right. Yeah. Yeah, real quick, you know. Here. I know that um, it would be bragging if he was actually to say this, um, and we'd be remiss, you know, to mention that, um, look, that, that Josie Sports Nation, if you want to hear some in-depth, balanced stuff in regards to sports, definitely be able to tune into there. Um, you know, a lot of people are watching. I mean, even Kwame Brown's watching. You know, um, he, yes, he was watching. Give a shout-out to him. <laughs> um also want to give my, my shout out to my man uh marlon avan go to his youtube page he definitely talks about the women and relationships and different things like that so check him out as well also i would like you you guys to check out our merch check out is one of our sponsors right here check this out check out one of our sponsors afjcworldwide.com that is afjcworldwide.com for our latest apparel homeware and drinkware definitely get a shirt for your husband wife doesn't matter again check out afjcworldwide.com oh yeah say that again i gotta take marlon's thing off man give me a second We'll play that again for people just got on. Let me take that off right there. All right. So let's go back to that. Yeah, so definitely check out the merch. Get your... We're going to pull it up later, man, because we 
we're definitely trying to um, push this move talk about a little bit later check out one of our sponsors afjcworldwide.com that is afjcworldwide.com for our latest apparel homeware and drinkware definitely get a shirt for your husband wife doesn't matter again check out afjcworldwide.com all right man so what we what we getting into today uh we see you we see you keith in the um just give us one second so we can uh, set this up yeah man, what are we talking um, about uh, one one last sponsor. Don't forget, um, you know, right now school started, guys. So a lot of kids are behind from last year. Be sure, you know, if you have tutoring needs in Pittsburgh, be sure to check out Steps of Faith Tutoring and Enrichment Services. They're located in the Monroeville Mall. They do have online services. And once again, you can just go online. Um, on, in fact, go on to Facebook. Their page is Steps of Faith, Tutoring, and Enrichment Services, LLC. But um, now we got into um, all the smart stuff. Let's get into the dumb stuff. So we're we talking about a lot today, okay? Um, you know, first, let's see. We got Joy Reid attacking the media coverage of Gabby Petito. You, you heard about Gabby? Uh, but go ahead. Okay. Well, we we're gonna talk about it a little we'll bit. Um, yeah, yeah, we like to get um, you know, some intelligent people more uh than us to get on here and, and uh educate us on this stuff. But go ahead. Absolutely. We got Nikki Minaj, she's under attack from all sides. Also, Joe Biden's approval ratings have dropped. We want to know what you guys think about that. BLM New York protesting the famous restaurant Carmine's over their enforcement of the NYC vax mandate. Um, this is an important question, okay? A lot of people would think yes, but maybe it's no. Do Americans actually want freedom anymore? And we saw that Bill Gates... Um, he was getting kind of nervous there whenever um, Jeffrey Epstein was brought up during a PBS interview. So we want to definitely get into all of that. And we're, and we're going to talk about the border. What's going on in the, in the border here? What's going on in the border down there, man? Nah, it's looking kind of crazy down there. I, you know what? Um uh, and I want to hear, you know, from, like I said, we, we have some experts that are going to be um, coming on to talk about it. But when I first saw that, I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. This this may not go too well. They said it was it was like six thousand at first. Not six thousand got there, but they were they were reporting six thousand. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um. Yeah, so let's let's get Mike on there first, and then uh, just stay uh, bear with us. All right. Hello. What's going on, Mike? Hey, Mike, how's it going? Oh, not too bad. You guys hear me? Uh, where you? I hear you fine. You got good audio. Uh, where where you calling from, Mike? Pennsylvania. 
Okay, we're going to do it early, man. So, uh, what you want to talk about first? Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to hear, but uh, we're, we're talking about the border, um, about uh, Biden's approval record. We're talking about what happened with the we, what we call segregation in New York with the stores, uh, people that's uh, unvaccinated ain't about to shop and live their life. Where do you want to start off? Uh, you guys pick. I'm here for the ride. All right. Uh, man, I like this, man. So let's talk about the border. What's your, what's your border situation going on right now? Um, are they like the the open the open border? Uh, with the Haitians yeah, open borders, and um, I don't and uh, what's going on, and, and you see those uh, Haitians over there, and they're getting back. What do you think about that? Um. We already have we have a Haitian population here in the U.S. already. Uh, we have we have Haitians. Uh, I think we had about sixty seven hundred come into Harrisburg yesterday. Um, they're not deporting them as they're, they're they're bringing them in. Um, they depending on the administration. Um, well, I'll just I'll, I'll pull back. So I, I work for a, a government agency that I can't disclose on your on your on your chat um and i've been training people for well over a decade uh, child abuse and, and and sex trafficking um so i've dealt with i uh, i've dealt with this type of this type of work uh, through the obama administration the trump administration now into the Biden administration and uh so i'll start with that um with that being said the 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 concern I have about this, about just people coming in, they're, they're not being vetted. Um, under the Obama administration, we received uh, in Pennsylvania about 117,000 Iraqi, Syrian, and African refugees. Um, most of them actually reside in Erie. They were not vetted. Usually vetting process takes about six years. Uh, these people weren't vetted, uh, and they came in. And we are a sanctuary state here in Pennsylvania. But that being said, you know, people coming over the border take that I, it's not free. Every every opening of the border is controlled by the cartel. So people that come over, there are expectations for them to come over, you know, and, and depending on, you know, what cartel you come through, they could they could owe between five and $50,000 that they're going to have to then pay back, be some kind of servitude. Um, you know, so the Haitians... Asians coming, people, uh, you know, the Europeans that are coming over, Africa coming over. Um, the only difference with Haiti is the administration had given uh, an update I last week and, and explained that uh, Haitians are going to give special amnesty status because they have, um, uh, because of the earthquake and whatnot. That's where you see your influx. Um, but the, the, the influx of people from any of these countries that come in, you know, there's uh, there's no vetting, and uh, you you don't know where they came from. And, and anymore, you don't see there's nothing about assimilation, right? The idea of like American mm-hmm. ideals or laws, you don't see that. You know, there's countries that people come into, and you can still, you know, in those countries, paper paper best child, a male child, and call it a sexual. Okay, uh, genital mutilation is a thing. Uh, for the, you know, for girls, child marriages are a thing for the girls. Um, you know, there are rape gangs here in Pennsylvania. 
uh, Pittsburgh, Erie, Harrisburg, wow. Lancaster. Okay, there. So it's not just. Uh, it's not just, oh, we're bringing these people in and it's, you know, about, like, diversity or, like, you know, these people are from, like, different backgrounds. When you bring people in from different cultures and you come in, there are different sections, different cities around the state that have to bring different different groups and different cultural groups separate them from one to the other. You know, the uh, the Sunnis and the Shiites were killing each other for a long time. Uh, it, it's kind of that concept. You know, different groups of people, they don't mesh. And, uh, you know, so, um, but that's what I have to say about the border. If you have any other questions about any stuff, go ahead. Yeah, um, and thanks for calling in, Mike. I, I do have a question. Um, I remember in the earlier reports that one of the big points was that they're going to be doing a massive scaling um, deportation. And I know that they had sent some of the Haitians um, to Haiti, whether they came from there or not, correct? Um, from your, you know, um, I, I guess, scope of view, have you seen, um, like, any type of directive, like, as if, like, the, if that was the original plan and maybe they changed it to the public opinion or... Was it something that they were going to do to release them in the U.S. anyway? What, what have you been hearing? I, so immigration is my field, so I can only tell you what I saw in the news, that about 600 were deported and the rest are being shipped in. I know that uh, yesterday we had uh, 6,700 uh, Haitians were sent over here to um, Harrisburg. You know, and mind you, back when the earthquake hit, what was it, 10 years ago now, over 10 years ago, you know, we, we brought in Haitian um, uh, in Pittsburgh, Haitian brought in um, and they were held in different uh, different facilities had them. Um, I think Sacred Heart token, uh, you know, a couple dozen Haitian so it's not it's not out of the ordinary for us to bring in people, you know, lots of people you know, we have a, there's an Afghan, there's a whole Afghan here. um that's what I have to say to that. You there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, do, you, do you think Biden is doing a good thing? I mean, uh, a good job with the uh, border. What, what's your thoughts on that? My personal opinion. Or... Uh, <laughs> personal. We want. We want the smoke, man. Hey. All right. So don't be. Hey, hey, hey uh, Mike. Don't do it. Mike. This you can't be. Yeah. Can't be a beta male, man. Let's go. All right. So on a personal opinion, job security, because, you know, it, 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 it just increases, increases the amount of work on a, on a humanitarian opinion. <laughs> I can't swear. No, no. I, uh, the, the ramifications, I, I'll give you an example. Um, a few years back in the Obama administration, uh, updates would come through uh, work phones Hey, a cartel is coming through Pittsburgh. Notify people that they're about to pick up a bunch of elementary school age kids. Okay, so when those when those gates are opened and they're not regulating things, you know, you might see a couple dozen kids around the age of ten disappear. And if they grab these kids, you know, because cartels are coming in too. So there, there, you know, there's there's gangs there's gangs in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, I believe, is seventh in the nation for tra trafficking. Okay, we're a corridor. We go to Canada. We go to Mexico. Mm. We go to 
Okay, I eighty is a corridor. So you know, the idea that like it's just like oh, we're just bringing these people in. You know, there are there are there are religious gangs uh, that actively traffic children, and they go into your schools. You're, you know, and this is around the nation. This isn't just the Pennsylvania. They go into the school and they talk to you know the, the, the kids. The kids from these nations, right? Parents come in. Chain migration happens. The kids come along too because they got the kids. They have to stay. There's an expectation. They're paying, right? You have to pay the cartel money. To uh, how do you do that? How do you produce? What do I know from my country, right? Because child labor and the child rights that we have here, and you know, in the European society that we're in, they they don't exist in places where these people come from, right? The idea of human isn't there. So you have parents sending their kids into schools, boyfriend and girlfriend, they bring them back home. Those kids are then trafficked. Okay. They're abducted and it's not talked about because it hurts property value. We're not going to talk about it because it's a political thing because, you know, it's going to come back to, Oh, well, you know, a, uh, a sanctuary state actually may not be the best thing. You know, the, these are things that happen. They happen on the day. Like this isn't anything new and it's not talked about. Um, you know, and, and there are there are some very nice areas, in different parts of the state that you would, it would blow your mind how bad it was. Um, but it's it's not talked about, um, and it and it makes money. Everybody makes money. The government makes money from it, um, and the uh, and the uh, the traffickers make money from it. It is a mutual thing. Um, it is not. Uh, it's not just the traffickers making out on this one. Mm. Wow, man. You know, you take a kid, so look, nice. you take a kid, yeah. right? So you got a kid and you get a kid that like uh, you know, 60% of foster kids in the United States are sex trafficked. People don't know that, right? So let's say, uh, you know, percent? 60% of foster kids in the United States are uh, national statistics are sex trafficked, 60%. Okay. So you, let's say you take little Johnny and Johnny is a 15 year old boy because 45% boys are sex trafficked, 5% girls. Boys aren't talked about. It might be more, but a lot of they don't, they're, they're too prideful and they don't want to talk about what happened, right? But let's say we have little Johnny. Johnny's 15 years old. Johnny gets uh, taken by the state for uh, for neglect, right? What did Johnny not have? Johnny didn't have, you know, that parental that parental love, right? He didn't have that oversight. So he's looking for love somewhere. So Johnny now goes in the system. He goes into a group home. And the group home, he meets another kid. Another kid tells him, hey, listen, man, you make a bunch of money. Come to this homeless party. He goes to the house and he goes to you know, a party. They go back and forth a little bit. They get... Uh, they get they get like booze and they get drugs this that and the other. Next thing you know, the person holding the party says, uh, "Hey, you gonna pay me for all this? You can't pay. So what are you gonna do? They're gonna send that kid out and doing some small time drug, small time crime. But the real expectation they want Johnny's body because Johnny's body's gonna pull a lot more. You know, black and brown, brown pull some money, white children pull or Asian kids kind of on the in between. And this is what they do. And it's and it's systemic. You know, if you talk about systemic racism and that." This is a system that is set up and it's known that this is happening, but it just is what it is. And, uh, and so, uh, now Johnny's traffic. Okay. So now Johnny's traffic, right? Traffickers are getting a little bit of money. Now these traffickers, right? 80% of the time are working for a, for a cartel. So order. Okay. They might be black and brown, uh, traffickers, but at the same time, they got, they got people that they're, you know, that, that are paying. There are cartels in the state that are in the state. It's a, it's a thing. Gangs, gangs participate in this as well. But now, okay, so now the let's say the gang here, right, is making money off a of little Johnny. So they're getting paid. Guess who else is getting paid? The government, 
because now this kid comes back and they do a, what's called a CSTEC uh, uh, assessment, which is a uh, child sex trafficking assessment. So now the state comes in, they go, look, he has all the flags for trafficking. Let's run an assessment on him. Now they do the assessment. What do they do? They get federal funding against sex traffic. It goes round and round. What? Now the kid has extra funding and it's mm. another piece of paper and more government funding comes in. That's what you get. So you know, it's a uh, it's a circling firing squad of, uh, of you know uh, children going through a traumatic situation. Sometimes they get killed, and that happens too. So you know you're not going to see child abductions that Amber Alert crap that you see. You don't see that. Why? Because of property value. If an Amber Alert went out, it was abducted or a kid ran away and was being sex trafficked and got lured away. Your phone wouldn't stop going. You know, there's an estimated about 170,000 children that get abducted every year into sex trafficking rings, and they're not foster kids. Okay, so you know, the idea—it's wow. across the board. It's white, brown, black, Asian. It, it doesn't matter. You know, you know, the cartels will grab a kid that are usually around the age of 10. You won't see him for a couple of years. If you see them again, and when you come back, you have an adult sitting there. Mm. 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 Hey, Mike. Man, we loving this conversation, man. We appreciate you uh, coming on and uh, talking to our audience. Uh, will, yeah. will you have a question? Um, I, I just kind of blown away. You know, um, up here in um, Pittsburgh, we had a, a few. Actually, Pittsburgh um, is one of the hubs um, as far as I've seen with the sex trafficking. Have, I guess you've been seeing things about that um, in Pete in Pittsburgh, Mike. Yeah, you have a, you have a few different spots that are, are hot spots. Fox Chapel, McKeesport City, um, up in the uh, the North Hills area, and Mount Lebanon. Mm. Wow. wow, man, that is crazy. So just to repeat what you were saying, so you said a lot of um, Haitians, six, seven thousand is in uh, Pittsburgh uh, as of yesterday. Harrisburg. Harrisburg. Hmm. Interesting. So, so why, why do you think um, that uh, they just decided to share that uh, you know that they're, they're all these um, Haitians back to their country? One more time. Um, why do you think the media decided to post that? Um, well, I, I didn't see CNN talking about it at all. I was trying to look today, but um, the, the media is actually sharing it because that picture with um, the Haitian was, you know, walking and, and the, the guy was on the horse and he was trying to um, deter him from coming to a certain area. Why do you think they, they posted that on the media if, if um, we're actually keeping a lot of uh, patients here? I mean, in today's society, anything turn into a racist thing, they're going to do. Um, everything mm. is now about race and everything is about victim Facts. status. Like, let's just like, you know, these people are oppressed and let's make like, you know, a uh, what, what Hispanic male looked like to me uh, on a horse with a, uh, you know, a black Asian, you know. Um, so anything <laughs> right. that potential racism and victimhood, so let's go ahead and just, uh, you know, do that. Um, and just make it into something and hype it and turn a situation that is a, you know, a crisis. You know, these people are, are mm -hmm. the heat, you know, and there's not just COVID you're worried about there. There's all sorts of disease that come with them. 
Um, you know, you're coming from a country that has like the running water's not there, you know, the hygiene, the hygiene's not there, the medical isn't there, you know. So the, the, the tricky thing here is like, um, they're on the, uh, the teeth of the air, right? So mm-hmm. you can't work, you can't, you can't do too much of anything. Um, certain will hire you under the table, but at the end of the day, you're getting free housing, you're getting, you know, you're getting, you're getting, uh, food stamps, and you're getting, uh, a stipend for your children. Uh, in this state, you can put them on uh, social security and Medicare. <laughs> so, you know, but there's a homeless population in Pennsylvania. There's poverty in Pennsylvania. You're bringing in more money, but mouths that have to earn how they got there in the first place. Um, and so, you know, there's, I don't know, it's, uh, it's, it's very, it can be very upsetting if you think about it too much, if you go into depth about it too much. Um, because mm-hmm. the ramifications for that, you know, kids coming in, some kids, you know, they come in, they might go, all right, well, like, you know, you're going to be traffic, you're going to work here, you're going to be a little yummy, a little child shooter. They have those too, they bring them in, right? They bring kids to recruit mm-hmm. other kids gangs, they bring kids that come in that are going to be shooters for certain things, all right? They bring in kids to be traffic, they could be bringing kids for the workforce. You know, there's organ harvest in the country, okay? Another problem in Pennsylvania that is not wow. talked about, laws were changed a few years ago, or there's, there are satanic cults here in Pennsylvania that actively prey on children, all right? And they traffic children as well, So, but they traffic children within their own group, you know? So it's uh, the, the, uh, the, re- the reporting process in Pennsylvania, they had to add boxes after the, uh, the Catholic Church scandal. They, um, they started running into, uh, you know, what would be satanic groups, which is called SRA, ritualistic abuse. They, they started running into kids that were being trafficked that turned out to be in a satanic cult, right? Yes. So they had to change the boxes in the questionnaire. If you have a, uh, if you have a case, a sexual abuse case, you start, you know, you start talking about like the sexual abuse, the questions that are asked in the reporting center, the intake workers going to then ask, is the family religious? And if you say, yeah, the family's religious, then they, they have a whole new page of questions that they got to to see if it's SRS. Mm. Okay, so... It's layers. It's not, it's not just at the border here in PA. Uh, it can be layers, but there's a lot of it. Eighty-seven percent of the reports pain are sexual related for uh, for child abuse. Eighty-seven percent. Uh, okay, we see you. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, we see you asking. And, uh, we're going to go to uh, Keith, then uh, Swanee, then Aston. Uh, you you want to say any last words? Uh, Hold on. Uh, take one of them off real quick. Uh, yeah, Excellent. Yeah, Mike, you still there? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, you want to say uh, words, man? Um, we got to go to a couple of calls, but we really appreciate you getting on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's nice seeing you again, Lauren. Oh, definitely, man. Appreciate you. Um. Now, before you get off, uh, we're going to ask you one question. Do, um, do Americans want them in your, your opinion? One more time. And do you think Americans want freedom? No. Um, I, think, I think the majority do. I think a, a few handful specifically in the cities don't necessarily understand what that means 
Um, but I think anywhere beyond the cities, from the suburbs to the country, people want it. They want to be left alone. I think a lot of that is to be left alone. But yeah, I think I think generally they do. Um, but if you uh, if you if you want to, if you sacrifice any liberty for freedom, you don't deserve any of it. You know, so it's it's a uh, you get a way between it. Well, well, Mike, we really appreciate you, man. Um, maybe one one of these uh, shows, if, if you, we would love to have you as a, uh, you know, a guest host. You know, this was like a short period when we tried to uh, reach out to you, but. No, all, right. all right, dude. I'll, I'll sit down. I want to hear the rest of the show. All right, man. All right, let's go to let's go to Keith. That was deep, man. <laughs> Paul, I mean, Mike was killing it, man. We got to have him back. Uh, Keith, you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. Can you Keith. hear me? Here you're good. Here you're good. Where where you calling from, Keith? Calling from the uh, DMV area. DC in the building. Maryland in the building. I'm, over, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the in the place in the space. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, so you guys have it, the topics of the uh, what's currently going at the border. Is that is that the uh, subject? Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever you want to talk about, we we got we talking about things, man. Whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. Um, so um, the, what I was concerned about was uh, what's going on uh, at the uh, I believe that's the Texas border with the Haitians. Um, and I was just concerned about just the, uh, you know, I saw that picture and that picture may be in a certain context, but it's not a good look. It's, it's, it's terrible. It, it, uh, you know, um, it, it looks very terrible. It's very gut wrenching. It's, uh, you know, you know, it, it, it tells a story of, uh, just, just heartbreak, uh, you know, to the average person. Um, it, it, a lot of things could have went on with that picture, but you know, you got people down there, the Haitian people, who right now have a country in turmoil. Um, their, their their president was just you know, uh, 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 well, political authority was just uh, murdered. They just had a uh, uh, incident, a uh, natural uh, incident where you know, there was an earthquake. So, uh, you know, the secret refuge at this moment. You know, and you know, I, you know, from what I believe, from what I understand, they're turning these uh, individuals away. I believe they have to come out with some type of screening, some way to you know give some type of uh, to ref some type of refuge to these uh, persons. Um, I, the, the, I've heard numbers of twelve to thirteen thousand Haitians. If that's accurate, uh, it keeps changing. But you know, they you know, it's they're not getting this the. The, the treatment that um, other groups may be getting, uh, such as uh, you know people that are coming from the Middle East, uh, they, they have a chance to come here and they get uh, turned away. Uh, um, you know, um, they're trying to seek refuge. I just, I just don't like that uh, uh, situation. You know, just from a, just from off the top, uh, from the limited information I know, it just doesn't. It doesn't buy well with me, you know, the way the Haitian um, uh, migrants are uh, uh, being treated. Um, I know it's be beyond the, the, the single uh, 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 picture from, from, the, from the gentleman uh, corralling that man. 
and the aerial uh, uh, photo with all those people. But, you know, just considering the, the, the backdrop of everything that's going on with the Haitian people, I think they need a little bit uh, of more refuge. That's, that's just my opinion. Mm. Okay. Um, you, you know, uh, Obama, he sent more uh, immigrants back to their country than any other president. Did you know that? Well, I mean, well, I was, I mean, oh, I'd rather focus on a here and now. I didn't know, I, didn't, I wasn't aware of that, uh, but I'd rather focus on a here and now. I mean, just as far as like where, you know, uh, uh, Haiti is at right now. You know, they've had, you know, a lot of destabilization that's happened to them in the last uh, couple of months. There's got to be some type of sanctuary for uh, for these people. It seems like uh, when a person of color, well, a person of dark color, you know, these refuges, it's a lot more obstacles uh, uh, to get what they need. That's, that, that, that seems like a pattern to me. Right. Um our last caller, Mike, he, he said, I don't know if you heard that part, but he was saying that there's a lot of uh, Haitians in Pittsburgh, they're housing, or uh, Harrisburg, they're housing a lot of them and taking care of them. But uh, I mean, I don't know, you can't take care of a whole country, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, you can't. No, no, no. Granted, you know, Haiti is, is, is millions of people, and that's probably, this is only, um, the people that are uh, at the border is only uh, uh, a small sample of uh, people from Haiti. Um, America is a, a huge place. You know, we, we have some resources. We have uh, capabilities. Um, we, we pump monies into all types of uh, efforts. Um, and I believe, you know, if, you know, I, I guess this, this is as far out there. We can offer some type of uh, a sanctuary, sanctuary. You know, we, we, we've offered our, you know, uh, I mean, according to your previous caller, you know, that America does, uh, you know, offer sanctuary to some Haitians, but you know, just looking at the dire situation that they're in, uh, mm -hmm. I think that they could be given a little bit more uh, leniency. Of, uh, of course, there are every character in that in that crowd is not, uh, you know, the the best person. You know, I, I'm not going to be naive to say that. You know, you know, every person in, in, in the Haitian community or whatever community is the best citizen. But you know, I think there's ways to uh, you know screen people out, right? Rather than selling sending the right, whole so crowd gotta, uh, back, right? Go ahead. I got. Um, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, I respect what you're saying. Um, I have to push back this a little bit. Um, like uh, back in the back in the '80s, um, the, you know that the Scarface. It was fictitious, but I don't know if you noticed. Back in the day, they start having all these Miami Vice and different things like that because. Uh, a lot of those people were under uh, Castro's regime, and they were doing bad. And he sent all them people over here. That's when uh, crime went up, murders went up in Miami, because Miami was just a retirement place. Nobody went to Miami. It wasn't like how it was uh, it is today. When uh, when um, LeBron James said he's going to bring this town out to South Beach, it wasn't like that. And they allowed all these people to come in. And I know some people came in from um, the 70s. Um, they came in from, you know, uh, Africa, from, um, you know, uh, Jamaica. And they had to, it was so hard for them. They had to, first off, they had to be vaccinated. Like, everybody had to be vaccinated. Um, they had to have a sponsor, right? 
So they couldn't come here unless they had someone who, um, and they checked their account too. So they, they, they couldn't use public assistance. They had to have a sponsor that would take care of them for a certain period of time. You know what I mean? And there were so many loopholes. To, to, you know what I mean? And now they're just allowing certain people to come in. For me, I feel like they shouldn't have let these people in. They should put America first. You know, because America's hurting. Like, how are you treating them better if, you know, people who, you know, they say African-Americans are not the ones, um, I mean, they're not getting vaccinated, right? I don't know those numbers are but they're treating them different than they treat these people from over overseas, right? We're, we're um, paying taxes and everything else, and they're treating us wrong. You know, a lot of people is not vaccinated. What do you say to that? Uh, that was, so, uh, as as far as the vaccination, well, I'm just saying, don't you think they should treat America first before they treat you know um, get all these people? That we don't know who they are. Um, we don't know if they're vaccinated or whatever. You know, taking their shots, and they're not treating us right. And you're saying that they need here people overseas because of what they're going through. So, as far as the whole vaccine, the America first thing, you know, uh, in respect to the vaccination, America's being very proactive right now and very assertive in terms of getting everyone who is a U.S. citizen. Uh, a vaccinated, whether mm-hmm. especially if you're in, in in the worker B ranks, you know it's a, it's a push to get everybody vaccinated. If you're if you're a regular uh, citizen, you know they're, they're trying to, to get people vaccinated as much as possible. You know they're, they're putting the stats out there, they're putting the figures out there. Uh, they may, they may not be putting everything out there um, in terms of all the risks uh, that comes with vaccination, but that's another subject. Um, but they're, they're, they're doing their best to get people uh, vaccinated. Um, as far as, you know, you know, the whole concept of taking care of America, I think America's always done, always done that. But I think at the same time, there's been like a double standard in terms of how they, uh, you know, you, you look at, you look at, it, we just left Afghanistan. We talked about this subject. Um, and they're about, to, yeah. they're about to, uh, bring over, uh, uh, Afghani uh, 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 persons to several uh, states and in, 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 in several uh, areas in, in the United States. So uh, America, you know, is always going to put itself first. It always has some type of, you know, uh, agenda behind it, some type of uh, purpose behind it, right? They're not just doing it just to, for benevolence. They, I, I don't believe that. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a double standard to me uh, when you can't create some type of uh, system to uh, facilitate the transition of Haitian um, Haitians persons that may need additional uh, help, right? They, 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 you know, I, yeah, I know they can I mean, you have other countries, though, right? Yeah, Europe, Europe is doing well. Why do they have the United States? Well, let me, let me just interject in there on that, Keith. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, so... One, one of the things that's um, happening is that whenever the reports were first put out, it was saying, all right, the U.S. is going to do a mass deportation of the Haitians. That's what they put out there in the news. But behind the scenes, and, and also you see the, um, like you'll see the news reports of people saying, um, I don't even know this country. I haven't lived in here since 2010. You know, a lot of them have been living in South America and Chile. Um, 
Brazil, different places like that. That's what they were putting out there in the news first. While behind the scenes, as of just like Mike had said, and I, I did look at the reports, it's it's true. Um, you know, as of yesterday, 6,700 Haitians were actually, um, you know, sent into Harrisburg and probably other places also. So why do you think it is that um, the media is pushing, um, I don't know whether they're saying, there, if you think it's a narrative or not, I do, but um, why do you think that they're primarily putting that thing out there of these Haitians are getting mass deported, um, you know, in the first place? Hmm. That's a very good question. There's always going to be a slant with any uh, uh, news uh, station affiliation. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that, you know, that if they let a, a small sample of, of Haitians in, and I think that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Uh, but I don't think it's the whole story, whether it's uh, them um, sending them home or letting letting them letting them in. I wish I had more facts to speak on that. Uh, you know, they could probably you know, do more for uh, Haitian people. You know, I'm pro. I'm pro. You know, helping. You know, uh, and I'm glad that you know there was some type of uh, alleviation for the Haitian people. You know, I, I don't know how long they had to wait to get into America, uh, or or into uh, uh, the, uh, Pittsburgh. Um, but you know, all I see is all I see is crises. Those people, the people are in the um, Asian peoples are in a crisis at this moment. Okay, yeah, and I, I certainly yeah. agree. There, start, start there is a crisis. In your house, man. You got take, you got take a couple. <laughs> so you know, just joking. <laughs> I'm joking, Keith, man. I said, take them in your house. We all man. do. <laughs> we all do. We got we can support the cause. You know, you like you like no. Put them in the community center down the street, not my house, huh? <laughs> now, Keith, I wanted to get your opinion. Hey, but either way, we're gonna be paying, we're gonna be we're gonna be putting out uh, taxes. All of us, all of us, gonna be um, supporting anyway. That's how it's that's how it's gonna um, that's how it's gonna happen. Um, it's gonna come out of our pockets because other people, other groups of people are gonna get some type of welfare, right? Uh, from the U.S., like I, I'm gonna keep going back to the Afghani uh, Afghani people. They're gonna get some type of welfare from you and I, right? They may not be uh, living in our homes, but they're gonna be uh, living through our taxes, right? So it's <laughs> so either way, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna be accommodating. Well, well, that brings a a good question. Okay, how do you um think the people who are going through the immigration process? Like the regular process that usually takes years. Um, how do you think they feel about this? Well, um, especially the persons uh, that uh, yeah, if you go through the to the to that process as far as like getting uh, uh, through the United States, I, I would imagine that when they're applying and they're uh, trying to get to a to the United States, they have a system set up. Uh, they have a protocol set up. Uh, they, they have persons that they can connect with uh, where they're a little bit more uh, in a stable situation. But looking at where we're at in places like Haiti, uh, that uh, uh, where people have been displaced, 
uh, and you know their political regimes vying for power, and you know you have uh, uh, environmental crises. Uh, uh, they're they're at a disadvantage, right? So I, I know people that I believe that people that uh, are applying and waiting for you know their time to get in the U.S. Yeah, they're they're going to be you know kind of pit, kind of uh, peed off. I, Uh, what, what we lost him. Yeah. All right. Um, let's let's get a Swanee on, and then uh, if he come back, and then I'm asking. Matter of fact, leave Swanee on, and we're gonna get Ashton on. Um, Swanee's uh, host anyway. <laughs> All right. Hey, Swanee. Yep. I hear you. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, he well, man. Look at Ashton over there, man. Looking like a million What's dollars. What's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling over there? Look at, look at him out here. Can y'all hear me? I ain't see him in the mint. I know. Yeah, I ain't seen well. you since what? Nikki died. Brother, what's going on? <laughs> oh man, just just out here trying to be like you now, shoot. <laughs> but anyway, nice to see you, man. Um, first time. Uh, well. I'm, I'm gonna uh, we'll go to Ashton and then you know to help us with uh. You know, hosting. Yeah. yeah so, so, um, but what? Yeah. What? What are your thoughts on what's going on at the border, Ashton? Or, or you know what? I'm sorry. What did you want to talk about first? Well, that. I mean, I'm following along with everyone else is speaking on. So, you know, I'm not trying to rock the boat. Uh, but I can talk about it. I think from a very uh, more personal experience, just because I actually live in Texas. And I'm also with someone who's going through immigration. So, you know, and it's a very difficult scenario just getting through the immigration process that's currently constructed. Um, so regardless of how legitimate you are in the relationship and all that, or even if you're coming through like a work visa or whatever that may be, whatever side you're coming from, it's a very difficult process. So. In terms of what I was seeing in terms of Haiti and coming here and being supported out of here, it's a it's a it's a massacre. Um, because it's on a lot of sites when you see that people who want to be here, who are looking to add to what America has to bring value, bring their skills, bring their talents, bring their dreams. I think it's a great thing, and I think that we need to have those people here. However, there are also other people who are so good that are trying to do things that are not as you know recommended or whatever that may be now the difficult task i have with this and some people are not going to like what i'm saying but when is the moment that america became the standard or the moral god of people because the amount of things that take place in america when did we get the right to be judging anybody on what regardless of how good or bad they may be. Now, that does not mean that we want all kinds of people here. That does not mean that I'm saying that we should just bring let anyone come through. No. If you know if you see a scenario where someone is known to be doing something wrong, obviously we don't need to add to that problem by bringing them here. Clearly. But when you're looking at the situation like the wrong one you brought up before about we could take care of America, I can see where you're coming from. But when is that moment, what specific measurable event is going to take place for you to feel, or even Americans as a whole feel, that they are taken care of completely? 
you know, like what is that exact specific Good thing question. or several things? And I want to ask you about that before I continue. Well, that's a great question. Uh, Why you got anything? Well, well. All right, can you hear me? What do you say? So? Yeah, good. I hear you well. Okay. Um. Yeah. That's. Uh. You, you made a lot of uh, great points. Um. But uh, the the real thing of the real thing is we got to understand the culture of America. Um. And it take it goes way back from the times of slavery. After slavery, after the slaves were somewhat free, okay, according to the law, you had the Homestead Act in the late 1800s, right after slavery ended. Um, and that allowed a whole bunch of migrants and immigrants, really, to come into America. They were not African migrants. They were European migrants uh, that come to America. The U.S. government gave them land at a cost of 0% interest. Uh, before they even gave land to the African slaves that were here in this country. Um, so you got to understand the culture of America. America has always been inviting migrants to this country. And what's been happening is, you know, people that look like us on this screen have been pushed to the bottom while, these, while the others come in and take up all the resources. And now we as taxpayers are paying for their benefits while we are still struggling and starving in 2021. Um, so, but when we hear things about expulsion of the Haitian people, and we think, and we talk about the Afghanistans coming in, we talk about the Japanese coming in, we talk about the Chinese coming in, we talk about all these different ethnic groups of people coming into America and reaping the benefits. Um, but folks who look like us on the screen get pushed away almost immediately. Now, it almost seems to happen when Democrats are in office. I'm going to keep it real. It's almost, it always seems to happen when Democrats are in office. Um, they push out the people who look like us on the screen, and they bring in all these other migrants into this country that push us out. And what's happening is actually we are losing our jobs. Uh, that we, we don't even know it. They're coming in, taking up our jobs. And that's no problem of anybody coming in, but I, I look at the analogy as uh, like this. Okay, we have a family. Now I have a wife and I have four kids. Now my family is struggling in this household, but I'm gonna go outside this household and take care of the family across the street. Now, how does that make sense? My family inside, family this, inside household this household is struggling. Is struggling. So it doesn't make any sense. And that, that's, that's, that's what I see happening right now. And Laurent, to your point, you know, America first, um, you know, we are the people. We, the people, should be the people, not the people in power. Okay. Now, okay. I'll, 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 uh, what were you saying, Ashton? Oh, no, I was just, I didn't want to interrupt you. I was about to say something, but I didn't want to interrupt you. I was about to say something. Uh, well, go ahead and say what you Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely see where it comes from, especially if you use an example of like you taking care of the next family. Um, and again, that's always subject to opinion because there's, you know, if you've got your family stuff handled well and you decide to do that, that's one thing. But again, you know, when I look at, like you said before, we've always been bringing other people here. I mean, everyone here was an immigrant. 
besides the Native Americans. So, you know, it's that like we're, uh, I mean, even though we may be here by force initially, at least, um, though, you know, when you look into the situation, it's like, for me, everyone that we have, you know, in America and all people that have come here have added some level of value. You know, I don't, it's not like I'm looking at a situation where I see someone who's a different culture or even not from here and they are lesser than me or someone who doesn't bring value. For a moment, the richest man on earth was Elon Musk. And he's from, his you know, parents are from South Africa. So when you look at the situation, there is a, you know, a lot of the immigrants that have come here have brought a lot of value. So you're talking about paying for them during time. But what about what with all the businesses and the billions of dollars, trillions of dollars that they've generated for America that makes America as, you know, have the financial power that it does. So when I look at the situation, yeah, there are some bad people that come regardless of, you know, and there's no way to always guarantee that the person cannot become bad. The government does not have a button to just make sure that no one becomes bad. If they did, they would get America to begin with. So, you know, when you look at the situation now, it's hard for me to judge a lot of people wanting to come here and bring back. Ashton, you have to understand, um, especially Mexico, there's a big cartel going on over there. So a lot of those people mm-hmm. are leaving their their, um, their country, setting up shop here, they're, they're drug trafficking, they're, they're sex trafficking. So we have to have some type of system to, to, to kind of filter that stuff out. You know, like, um, yeah. And, and don't, don't, yeah, so, the, you know, if you look on the West Coast, uh, Mexicans don't like black people. Like, the people that's up there, they're fighting against each other. They're, they're killing each other. I, I think I'm just do it right. You know what I'm saying? Like Mexico can walk over. They can walk over to Texas, correct? But people from uh, Africa can't. They cannot. They have to come on the plane and they have to do it right. You know what I'm saying? They can't just come over here and stay here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying we we got to have a system just to do it right. I'm not opposing them coming over here. You know, but you have to do it right. Like how is it the like um you know I have um immigrants family my um my my wife's family they came over here and they did it right and they'll tell you right now they don't want people from Jamaica coming over here unless they do it right you know what I mean so yeah they there's a lot of people contribute but there's a lot of people who can't contribute there's a lot of old people coming here that we have to take care of there's a lot of people who just don't want to I mean you you or let me ask you a question because you, you say you're close to the border how is the border how is that area like is it what they say, you know, like in Rio's and all this other stuff is how is it? Like, where, where are you? I mean, it's pretty bad. Uh, it was ironic that I was, you know, going through that whole area recently, actually. Um, but it was, it's obviously not as, you know, good as it could be. And it's definitely looking pretty crazy, you know, to say the least. I can't even say it's like it's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Uh, and I think that, you know, the news has maybe. You know, when they put it out, it looked even crazier, but it's still not good. I'm not going to, you know, try to uh, talk and act like this isn't a problem because it definitely is. And so, you know, there's a lot going on. But when I look at the situation on both sides, it's good. If you're saying there's a cartel, I understand. But again, like I said in the beginning, 
I'm not telling you know anybody to just let anybody come through America. If they're if they're clearly doing something wrong, you can verify that. Like the government does everything else, they can see everything. You know, they be watching our phones, they can find out whatever they want to find out. If they see that there's people that's doing you know things that are wrong, then okay, those people you know we make sure they don't come through. Um, because for example, on this side, when you have someone that you're with and you're trying to get them through immigration, the person who they're sponsoring them has to have their bank information ran to make sure everything is good. Mm-hmm. It's costing about almost $2,000 to get someone through the door out here. On top of that, um, you have to then make sure that your credit is at a certain level to make sure that you can get people through the door or get you know, people but your either spouse or friend, whoever that may be, or employee, whatever that may be. You got to be able to take care of that, you know, that person or the job that you're offering and ask people to take care of that, that person. So, you know, along that, if it's a relationship, you got to show proof of your relationship in all these different areas and, you know, take a lot of photos and make sure you document every single photo. Then you got to pass an interview. So it's a thorough process. And both people get background check to just the beast in here, regardless of wherever they came from. So what I'm saying is, you know, obviously they can increase the system if there's an issue where some people are going something wrong. Okay, cool. That no one can argue about that. But if it's not clear and they're just saying no to anybody just because, then that's the problem. You know what I mean? Just for this, you know, just for the sake of saying no. Well, let me so, just- you know, for me, when I look at it, it's definitely about making sure that we have people that are going to come here and contribute but don't have some crazy situation that they're involved in currently that are trying to add negative to America. Um, but also want America to understand that we've got to be not so sheltered and look around and see, hey, there's other ways of looking at the world. You know, so much we just got talked about like some of the racism and so many things before. A lot of that comes because people just don't want to accept that someone could think differently or look differently or be different than them. If they let that go we wouldn't have half these problems. People wouldn't be killing each other, shooting each other. People would just think differently. And it's okay. And just let it be. So, you know, I don't want to overtake the time, but I just want to make sure that, you know, I explain that to you guys and see what, you know, you hear your thoughts and see what y'all think. Well, um, um, we, we like we like what you have, the energy you bring in. Go ahead. Uh, we'll... Okay. So, on one end, whenever you say someone doing wrong, that, that's been something that's been more so a concern in the last um, 50 years, and that's related to what happened in Miami and, and in recent times of terrorism stuff. But the general, um, I'll say, outlook or the thought process of immigration is it, it's the marketplace, and the marketplace pays for value. So what they're looking for is um, – are these smart people? Are these hardworking people? Are these people that are going to be able to ultimately um, add money into the economy and to be able to um, probably, you know, pay taxes, <laughs> you know, also because the government's going to be looking out for the government. They want to be able to get as much money back as possible. So that's why whenever you say um, credit, you know, they're looking at the sponsor's credit. They're looking at the sponsor's history and, and and so on. That's no different than whenever you're looking at a job. If you um refer someone who you know um and, and I know everyone's probably done it before to where you refer someone on the job and you're like, hey, don't embarrass me. Do not embarrass me. 
you know, on this job. Don't don't be calling off, you know, none of that craziness. Um, and you know, if you ever had a situation where someone did embarrass you, like it, it's terrible. Your supervisor was um like like man, why'd you go and tell me to hire them? But with the immigration um you know side of it, yes, there there is a a, a focus on looking at um possible risk but on the other end you know we're looking at you know if you know what's going to make america end up looking better and from america's standpoint they want to see if people are going to be able to integrate into um you know what current american society is now the marketplace still pays you know for value because there's another side to it where the illegal immigration can be valuable. And one of the big things of that is if they're being used for a voter stock, um, you know, there are groups, usually um, a certain political affiliation um, that can benefit off of that. So they may be that's, more apt and towards- that's right. Yeah, You're right. And that's why I think that they're um, housing people in Texas as it's a Republican state and they're trying to flip that state. Um, they're trying to get them in um, Harrisburg, like Mike was talking about. They're trying to flip these states. They don't care about these people. You know what I mean? They don't, they, they, they flip these states. You see California, they shut that down because all the democratic policies is going on down there. So Texas got to watch out because everybody's moved to Texas. They, everybody, it's funny that everybody talk about Republicans and these governors and they're, they're not, Forward, but everybody's moving there. You see Bill Maher, these comedians who are so to the left, they're going to Republican states because that's the only place they can make money. <laughs> but the, the, the interesting thing is they move to these states. They move to these states. Stay up there. They move to these these, these states and then they flip it when the town coming and then things change and then you upset that you know that you locked down again. It's not like they're not changing their thought process. But I don't like about the whole situation, you know. But um, I will say this: um, Africans, Nigerians, for instance, the ones who came over from over, uh, you know, from Africa, country of Africa, they're making more money um, per household than than um, than white people. People don't say that. like they are coming over here, getting education, and they're making more money. Chinese people, Indians, they're make they're so, you know, to your, what you're saying, they are being, they are working over here. But like I said, we're, we got to watch for the, the sex trafficking, the gangs, because it's a lot of that stuff going on there. You know, um, Keith was on here. He's from the D.C. area. There, there's a lot of um, things going on in Baltimore. You know, so so that's my thing. Like, yes, it, you heard what Ashton said. It's, it's hard if you try to do it the way. My thing is, I would be upset the people who cheat the system. Like, they're, they're stealing people's identities, getting and stuff like that. I would be mad about that. Like, how am I? I have all this stuff. I got to keep my credit right to keep my my you know my girl over here, and, and checking on everything we do. But they're coming over here and stealing people's information. What y'all think about that? Well, that's that's been going on for for years. <laughs> um, and you think about it. You think about the you know the immigration process, and um, you know my brother Fawn Naji would tell you best. Um, but through that immigration progress, you know, there's a lot of questions they ask you. 
Um, and through that process, they tell you if you, especially if, you, if you're from the West Coast of Africa or even in Nigeria um, and the whole region, they tell you to stay away from other African-Americans or people who look like you, stay away from them. Uh, and that's a true story. Um, and for many years, um, I see that play out until most recent years, um, you know, people start talking to one another because they say, oh, well, we were told that we weren't to speak to you. And that's a problem. So you got a lot of folks, a lot of immigrants and uh, that come in here and their whole purpose is to. Well, when you to say, when you say they, who are you talking about? Who, 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 when you say they, who you, are you talking about? I was just about to ask that answer, question. Who are they? They in terms of what? They say to not you say deal with African Americans. The immigration process, the government. The this That's this government true. is set up. The government is set up and designed. I, I, have, I have a whole lot of people that work in certain positions uh, that I know who work in immigration right now, and I'm not. I can't say their names. I'm not going to say that, but I know firsthand knowledge hey, of how right the immigration now. process is. Swanee snitching right now. Pay attention. Truth be told, um, a lot of a lot of people who come over and immigrate to America, uh, they get resources, they get social security, they get welfare way before somebody who's been here 400 years get it. That's just a fact. Hold on, we gotta, we gotta, and, uh, you got to educate me because I don't. No, oh, wait, wait. I, I got to break it down because I got—I don't know this. You're saying they get how? What do you mean? So you say they get social security? You mean like sixty-five? What are you talking about? Now, what I'm saying is, uh, what I'm saying is, um, those who immigrate to the United States of America due to refugee status, due to coming here to make a better life, or whatever it may be, they come over here in groups of families. It, sometimes one, sometimes two, sometimes a whole family. They go right down to the Social Security office, apply for Social Security, and their whole family get it. Hmm, interesting. That's that's interesting, right there. Well, I wonder. They don't have to be. They don't have to be sixty-five. So it's not welfare. It don't matter. They get it. They get it almost instantly. Hmm. Somebody's um, um in the in the comments of what you're saying, so I guess you get you right. So continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, these are things that you're not going to see on the mainstream media. They're not going to talk about those kind of things. Um, you have a, a liberal administration who pretends that they care about the people, um, but behind closed doors, they don't care about the people. Um, and the the people I'm speaking of is us right now here in America. And America, yeah, uh, the the current administration will tell you we're a nation of immigrants. Now I got to tell you, I'm a descendant of uh, slaves in this country, African slaves. We are not immigrants. We have been brought over here against our, our ancestors have been brought over here against their will and been put to work. And they're the ones who built this country. They're the ones who built that wealth for Elon Musk and all the rest of these elites in the world. We built that wealth for them. And over in Africa, they stole the resources, and that's why they're rich today. They did the same thing to the people over on the continent. They give reparations right, well, to every other group besides us. 
I don't think anyone's um, really disagreeing with that, Swanee. I, I mean, when it was said earlier, it was just more so in the picture of you. both things can be true at the same time. You know, we can be, you know, we, we are immigrants, but it was a terrible, you know, one of the worst, well, the worst I could think of process of actually getting here. You know, so we, we came through slavery, but, um, you know, regardless but of we're, what. We're kind of getting off topic, man. So I hope you kind of get it back. We're talking, we can't go back to talking about 1876 and all that. We, you know, we got to sub. Yeah, I was going to talk about Pocahontas and how. Um... <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, 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 let's mute his. Uh... All right. I, hey, let me see. Can I say this real quick? Yeah, Let me say this real quick, if you don't mind. Americans spend a hundred they, they spend a hundred million dollars a month in Afghanistan for the last 20 years. They have money for whoever decides to migrate or immigrate into the United States, they have money for them and they have money for the people who are already here. Okay. There's no reason why they should be uh, sending uh, migrants away. Now, why? Why? Okay, if that's true, why? Why would you? Why? Wait why do you minute. think? We we tried that, bro. Come on, man. Bro, I gotta say, bro, I don't know where you found this information. At. I am currently taking someone through immigration right this very second, so I don't know where this money's at. If you know, please, but send it to me. Get me something set up. <laughs> I am paying for all this stuff out of my pocket, cash. I don't know where now, this is at. I don't think you understand what I said. What I said is that this government has been paying or spending $100 million a month in Afghanistan for the last 20 years. That's a fact. What I'm saying is if they can find money for that, they can find money for those who want to come to the United States um, either the right way or not. They have money for that purpose. Go ahead, Anthony. Because I don't know where it's at. So, I mean, I'm not here to, you know, just go back and forth about it. I just want to know if you have I'm here for that. Let's know, go. You're saying the, if you have a place that the government <laughs> is giving the money out to bring immigrants, please let me know. Because I don't know where that is going. And I am no, I'm not saying I'm not saying they have money set aside for that. What I'm saying is they've been spending this money so elsewhere. Security to get everything faster. So I'm trying to see what that experience is at. Yeah, you gotta be from a certain area. You gotta be from certain <laughs> countries around the world. All right, okay. So what would these countries be? They're non-black countries. I'm gonna put it like that. Like India, like Dubai, yes. anything like that. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, then that applies to me. So I want to know where in the world this is at, because my girl is from India, and uh, but she was born in Dubai. So oh, I would like to know. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, we got <laughs> Who owns all the stores in the neighborhood and gas stations? Not black people. <laughs> I'm just, well, I'm just keeping it real. A lot of reasons behind that, but I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, sure. They can they can they can go to the bank right now and get a loan without even having any credit. But as African Americans, we go to the bank and our credit is 650, 700, and they turn us down. Well, that's not true. 
it's just <laughs> it's a lot, man. You saying a lot of stuff that I have in experience. With. So I'm like, because oh. I deal with credit and there was thousands of people's credit reports. I can tell you from I you have to go a long time before you find somebody that got more experience with dealing with just credit and people's credit reports. I'm telling you, if people are getting denied for loans, this credit system is so corrupt for everyone. Everyone. Okay, we have all have types of races getting the yep. stuff, especially since I COVID to started. A, I happen to have a contact in TransUnion. I'm not going to speak their name either. I, yeah, I don't, don't say do these that. things <laughs> out of the blue. I say these things because <laughs> I know firsthand. I know a whole lot of people. I just, I just, I, I just be keeping it, right. you know. I'll just tell you, you, you may know these people. I do this every day. I'm telling you, this system is corrupt. I agree with you on the credit system in general, but it's not because of race. It's not. It used to be. I agree with it. Used to be, and they still ask the question, "What race are you?" Which makes it look even worse on their part, which I agree. However. When we go through the process of getting people funding, cleaning their credit, building it out, I'm telling you, every, regardless of wherever they are, is all about having the right, you know, score as well as making sure you have the right amount of accounts to get approved for certain loans. And right now, they care more about having high scores and a lot of money. If you have money and, and you know, good credit, they'll give you what you want. But they want to see a lot. And unfortunately, a lot of people can't always keep that up. This is why we help people do it. So when you're talking about it, I completely everything you're saying, like I can I'm currently doing this. So that's why I'm like, wow, you know, listening to where you're coming from. But I would if you have information on social security, please send it to me and all these other forms of funding that they give out because you know, I haven't seen that to be the case. But if you have it, hey, I'm all for it. Mm. Mm. That's dope. That's dope. Dope conversation. Um, the change gears were quick. Did y'all see what was going on in, uh, with the BLM, uh, the New York testers um, going into a famous restaurant and protesting? Did y'all see that? Because of the mandate? Yeah, I read a little bit about that. I didn't hear anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you said 20, so. Uh, yeah, well, again, uh, the, the the new the new racism is those who are un, who are unvaccinated. There's a war going on right now, and there's those who vaccinated are blaming those who are not vaccinated. And we got to be careful and be aware of what's going on uh, because that's exactly what's happening. Here we go, another separation again of people. Um, and that's what's that, that's what's happening. And um, you know, I've always always felt, you know, in America, we're supposed to be the land of the free, right? Um, if that's the case, then people should have a right to choose whether they want to get vaccinated or not. Uh, there's nothing wrong with people who want to get vaccinated. That's their decision. That's their choice. Um, but to separate and turn away people because they're not vaccinated, that's discriminatory. And um, so. I don't know. What do you guys thought? Well, real quick, um, before uh, anyone asks, I'm, um, I'm going to play the video uh, up in there. Uh, give me one second. got to find it here. I try to play it real fast. All right. Can you all see that? 
I think this is it right here. They make me watch the ad for 15 seconds. Can you believe this? Should have had this ready. We have some exclusive new video showing the violent beating of a hostess at a popular restaurant in Manhattan. The attack itself, shocking, but what makes this crime even more remarkable is that it may be the first assault carried out in direct response to the city's indoor vaccination mandate. News where's Adam Harding covering this. He brings us a story from the Upper West Side. This is exclusive cell phone video of Thursday's attack outside Carmine's restaurant on the Upper West Side. Watch as the hostess stand is nearly tipped over. Tempers flare. At one point, a waiter helps carry someone away from the scene. Oh, wow. That was bad. We showed the wild brawl to customers. They are in utter disbelief, especially since the restaurant says it all started when the 22-year-old hostess simply asked a group from Texas to show proof of a COVID vaccination to dine inside, part of the city's executive order that went into effect this week. Law enforcement sources say the hostess was then repeatedly punched in the face and body and sent to the hospital. The businesses have a role and the citizens have a role. So I think we'll be held responsible and play our part. Um, and we have to respect the business's decision. We, you know, it's a privilege to sit in an establishment. So we have to respect their choices as well. In a statement, a spokesperson for Carmine says, in part, it is a shocking and tragic situation when one of our valued employees is assaulted for doing their job as required by city policies and trying to make a living. Elijah Jackson was here celebrating his birthday with family. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because, you know, we're trying to get we're trying to get together. We're trying to open the city back up. And the only way we're going to do that is with vaccinations. Um, and so I, I think it's a good idea that they're um, making it a mandate to get in with a vaccine card. Um, but if that's the reaction, you know, maybe Maybe we need to think of something else. And tonight, the Hospitality Alliance is calling on the city and state to increase penalties for assaulting restaurant workers who are trying to enforce these new COVID rules. Investigators tonight also telling us three are now facing charges. On the Upper West Side. Yeah, so what y'all think about that? Uh, Swanee, you can answer that first because you know more about it. Well... Uh, did you mention that it was Black Lives Matter? Yeah, that was um, the video I showed was last week. Yeah, Black Lives Matter came in. I'm surprised they came to protest that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, but to 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 that point uh, again, um, you know the the culture of this whole mandate is becoming an issue, uh, and people don't see it in in that in that way because they just do whatever their government tells them to do. Um, there's not enough independent thinkers. There's not enough people who really study and research on their own. Um, and so a lot of cases, especially in New York, in order for them to keep their jobs, they have to go along you know, uh, with the process in order to keep their job and, the, and, and you know, to keep their income to come in. Um, and so what you're doing to employees um, is having them, putting them in between a rock and a hard place. 
Um, and they have to make a decision whether to keep their job and get that income or quit. Now, we already know that there's a whole lot of nurses around the country who refuse to take a vaccination and they completely resign from their jobs. Um, and you're going to see a whole lot of that more often as the months come. Well, what you got to say about that? Well, well, from what I've seen in the news, um, I mean, that's if this is what happened, that's what we'll end up coming to. You know, um, the the whole us versus them thing that's kind of being created by um, the government and perpetuated by the media. Um, it, it's it's not not going to be a good thing in the long run. Now, I know that there's always more to the story, but things like this, um, there's there's going to be situations where, you know, people, um, you know, come in and, you know, maybe someone does um, show their card and they're, they're like, let me see that card again. Like, like, no, you're not looking closer at my card. Oh, you know, or someone might say, uh, well, I told you I already got vaccinated or whatever. But um, there's going to be a lot of division. And that, that happened with uh, that happened with uh, a black couple. Um, he said he didn't take the back because of uh, religious reasons, and he had a piece of paper from the from the pastor, and they kicked him out, and he recorded it with, um, with his kids in there. You know, they got the nap a meal. Uh, what I would say is for those people who was fighting those women, I they should have actually played the victim and it more done. You know what I mean? Now they're going to try to um, hammer down. Biden's going to hammer down on the, on on these laws because attacks attack these people. I think they should have um, kind of played the victim on that, in my opinion. Um, we're going to try to answer that, but we got to uh, show one of our sponsors, AF. Uh, JC Worldwide real quick. Check out one of our sponsors, AFJCWorldwide.com. That is AFJCWorldwide.com for our latest apparel, homeware, and drinkware. Definitely get a shirt for your husband, wife, doesn't matter. Again, check out AFJCWorldwide.com. Well, sorry to cut you off. It's all good. <laughs> we, we gotta pay the bills. Trying to pay the bills here. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah, it, there's gonna be more that ends up coming up. You know, people people scared. You know, so that's that's all I got. Hey, real, real quick, um, why why are we going to these restaurants um, if they're requiring these? Vaccination. Go to go to New Jersey. Drive down to Philly. Really? I mean, if 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 you get a hundred people or a thousand people or ten thousand people in New York City, drive to New Jersey, drive to Philly, and make a stance. That's how you do it. That's how you combat that. Yeah, we don't need those restaurants. I agree, and I think that actually some of the people who are vaccinated. Holy freedom in America, they need to follow suit. They need to be boycotted. This now. is what happened with the Jews. Like the Jews, this is how he's got that paper, man. You remember white people wasn't messing with them. And they came together and um, they started working with black people at the time. 
and they made that money. Like this is the perfect time to do it. Like we're so we we act like we we depend them. Oh my God, this is perfect time. But I, I mean, I don't like the discrimination, but at the same time, hit them where their pockets is, man. Stop going to these football games. Stop going to the ne- the next games and stuff like that, and create our own like. The Black Renaissance happened when this happened um, back in the you know nineteen twenties when they were um, doing the same thing. We can we can create a, a new Black Renaissance right now. What y'all think about that? Well, hold on, let me back that up because you see on the on the camera, there's a lot of Black people who believes in this stuff too. So maybe I'm, I'm, I'm jumping the gun here. <laughs> a black people think like, oh no, they need to get the books. <laughs> <laughs> I, I messed up on that. I forgot that that dude was on there. <laughs> you, you, you did the voice wrong. They they oh please Lord, we gotta listen to Massa. We gotta be able to get that short Lord, oh Lord, man. <laughs> oh Lord, oh Massa, oh Lord, oh no, that was that. What's that dude off of the Django? <laughs> oh man, yeah, that ain't gonna work. Man, wishful thinking. What you think, Ashton? What's your thoughts? Yeah, uh, there's a lot to say. Uh, Let's start from the top. So, about four years ago, a friend of mine, I used to live in California for uh, those who don't know. And so, when I was in California, uh, I had a friend of mine that got sick, stomach virus, something like that, had to go to uh, the hospital. Um, So, when he went to the hospital, he told me to come pick him up. And when he wanted me to pick him up, uh, I said, okay, I'm going to be there in a while. I finally get there. I parked in some, you know, like really close by in a, in a little garage or whatever. Now, this is at Kaiser Permanente Hospital. Okay, This is not no small rinky-dink hospital. This is like the main one in California. They're in Tucson. So, this is in LA. And when I get there, uh, he comes out, he's, you know, coming out of the room. So as I'm walking out of the room, I had brought my parking ticket because I wanted to make sure I got it validated because he told me that, hey, it'll validate the parking. I said, perfect. $15 saved. Let's make it happen. Now, I go to the main area. Like when you go to any, you know, hospital, you go to that main, like, administration section where all the nurses are at. So I go over and I ask them. So uh, can you guys validate? And they said, no, we can't validate unless you get a flu shot. Then I said, hold on, let's start over. Can you guys validate? And he said, no, only if you get a flu shot. Otherwise, we don't validate anybody. So I said to myself, now this is way before COVID. And I've never got a flu shot my entire life, by the way. So I said to myself, what is so valuable in this flu shot that as a business, it's worth it for you to give someone a flu shot because it's more valuable than them paying the parking costs? Wow. So that's what that that's exactly how it went. Now, I had already had my suspicions about different things in the industry, you know, and a lot of people say, oh, these guys are conspiracy theorists, but there are clear-cut issues that are happening. happening." So now, you fast forward to 2020, 
all of a sudden we have a issue where a pandemic overtakes the earth. We all got caught slipping. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody knew what to do. We could hit anybody. We were all bewildered, right? And they made such a big deal that now it became where everyone was shut down, locked in the house, caused massive amount of stress and pain to people, broken up relationships. I had a friend that committed suicide because of this whole COVID situation and it's messed up with them mentally. And so when I saw that and I saw the NBA and the NFL and all these major organizations get shut down, which will make everyone afraid, right? Now you fast forward to this situation where now people are getting kicked out and the and the president today is making it mandatory for people that have a business over a hundred people to get vaccinated, right? On top of that, he's also working to make it mandatory for all immigrants to get vaccinated as well. Now, to answer your question, I completely can't stand this whole situation. I think that the force of vaccination is 100% crazy as possible. One, because having the vaccine doesn't stop anyone from catching the vaccine. It just makes everybody feel better about the situation. It's literally like you're feeling better about being vaccinated, but is it stopping someone else? I think it's actually causing more problems, to be honest with you. And everyone's so brainwashed to fall for the vaccination. Like, oh, and to, to me, to think that the, the whole earth would be caught slipping like this, like everybody, nobody knew what to do. And then out of nowhere, they're like, hey, here's the vaccine. It solves everything. We're good. Don't worry about it. Just take it and we're out of here. Okay. How is it possible? You have. To, I was telling people this a year ago. You have to test this on every different type of person in every different type of country. So what works for people in America doesn't work in other areas, like in certain parts of Africa. So how is it that all of a sudden we have a universal vaccine that's good for every single person that y'all just figured out in less than a year? Mm. How do you mm. figure that out? And now it's like this. If I came to your anyone in our houses, and let's say now me and Will have been friends for like 15 years, right? I come to his house as close as we are. I tell him, look, bro, you look like you could get sick, even though you're not sick. Let me give you something that I just came up with six months ago that I think will work. It's not gonna necessarily stop you from getting sick, but it'll make you feel like you're not sick. Great point. Great point. We've been friends all this year. You should trust me 100%. Uh, no, I ain't taking it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, again, <laughs> that's my answer. I have nothing else to say about that. Man. Listen, we agree. Wow. My man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew it was going to come around one, one of these uh, segments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're 100% agree on this. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah we're going to start wrapping up now. But, um, uh, Ashton, you want to, um, you know, your final thoughts or what have you? Oh, yeah, I just want to thank you all for having me on here. Definitely appreciate everything. 
uh, hey, please send me that information so I can figure out how to monetize my situation because it's constant. Uh, to do go through immigration. <laughs> so please let me know. <laughs> it is not a joke. Is, is I don't know why people about? don't talk about, oh, everybody just wants to come here. It is not free. It is not free at all. It's sometimes real money. And uh, yeah. And it's not quick either because that person, you know, you there, you know. So you got to really have that real relationship. It ain't, they don't allow it to be fake like they used to. But this is a real relationship. And I'm in a real relationship. It's not like I'm doing this for immigration. But it's just that I realized those that say that, oh, yeah, you can just come here for immigration and just fake it. It's not what they say it is. So I will say this again. Please send me whatever information that you come across. I'll be more than happy to receive that info. But more importantly, I just appreciate you all for letting me come on here. Wish you guys nothing but the best. Let's keep making it happen out here. Um, you, is there anything you want to uh, promote or anything right now? Oh, yeah, guys, uh, he mentioned credit. Uh, again, a part of the success here is, you know, if you're having problems with uh, not just credit, but more importantly, you know, I specialize in helping people uh, build a business, give them the advice they need to kind of grow and scale the business, but also use credit to fund their business and then actually go buy assets such as, you know, other businesses, uh, real estate and so forth. So if you're looking to really take yourself to the next level when it comes to business, reach out to me. I'm Ashton W. Sanders. Check out AshtonWSanders.com for more information. Be glad to help you guys out. Thank you, guys. Awesome. And, and um, real quick, uh, send, you know, Will, like a banner, and, you know, next week we'll put your banner up. All right, perfect. I got it ready right now. You be charged, man. <laughs> but we, but you, you know, you're the man. So I'm gonna, uh, okay. I appreciate you. I appreciate you all. But I, I, so I'll much. be, I'll be, I'll be calling you, my brother. We got, we got to conversate. Oh, bro, we got, I'm gonna make sure you're a rich man. Don't worry. Y'all both remind me of um, you both remind me of uh, Boondocks, the two. You got the one that say, "Nigga, that's gay." And you got the smart one. <laughs> that's how I'm not that's funny. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm just joking. Speaking on this, man. I'm sorry, man. Oh, God. Oh, God. Harder one, too. I should have covered it up. Yeah, you should have. You better, hey, right, send them an invoice. All right. I, yeah, you should get an invoice. I agree. But yeah, guys, let me know if anything else comes up. I will be here watching the show. Thanks so much, y'all. All right. Man, Ashton, man, I ain't seen him in a long time, man. That's my intelligent brother. Um, all right, Swanee, uh, you want to see your last? Yeah, time? man. First off, man, we gotta say yeah. how great you are to us, man. You've been really supporting us, man. Um, like much love to you. Um, I see just us. I see that you support everybody, like in the neighborhood. So you you basically talking like you walking. Like so I really appreciate that about you. I, I'm watching you, man, doing your thing. So, yeah. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it all, man. And, um, you know, anytime. Um, and see, this is this is what we've been missing, you know, for 60 years is coming back together, reuniting as a family and uh, starting with our household, like you said early in one of your earlier shows. Um, and that's important. It starts in the household. And then it branches off to the community. Then it branches off to your friends and family. So that's very important to me. Um, and I hold those values uh, because it's important for our, for our growth. 
Um, so yeah, I appreciate that, man. And uh, I'm always going to support you guys, no matter what. Um, it don't even matter. Um, and that's just who I am. And that's how we all should be. Um, so again, man, I appreciate you guys for having me on. I appreciate the brother you had on before me. Um, Ashton, uh, I love a challenge, uh, but that's how we grow. Uh, we learn from each other. We may not always agree at the, at the moment, but we learn from one another, and that's how we grow together uh, and build uh, and build up our nation as a people. And so I appreciate that. And um, you know, you guys out there, man, TNJ Radio Show every Wednesday, man. Share this, like it, and subscribe. And uh, man, this is all love, man. I appreciate you guys once again. Will. Appreciate you, man. Ron, appreciate you, man. And uh, peace out. Definitely. Oh, appreciate that. Coming oh, on. man, that's dope. He, 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 uh, oh, man. He's so cool, man. Out here. And everybody. I've been seeing him. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, he talks it like he walking, man. He, uh, he definitely lives what he says. So I really appreciate that, you know. Um, Notice since I was 10 years old when he was farting in class. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was a cool dude as a kid. Back seat, huh? Growing up. Huh? What do you say? I say he wasn't I out putting boogers on the back of the um, chairs in, in school, was he? I mean, he, he's a funny guy, man. You know, he uh, used to laugh a lot and. You know, he was a funny dude. He was the pretty, pretty Ricky dude. He, he was like pretty Ricky. Like everybody wanted him. You know what I'm saying? Pretty Ricky, what they called him. But he was goofy when he was a kid. Then, you know, he all matured. Stuff, you know, he matured more than before everybody else, though. You know, um, we got to high school. You know, so but he, he's cool. Love him to death. Um, yeah, man. Uh, we appreciate everybody coming on the show. All the callers, man. Um, definitely put up the, uh, the cash shot. We should have had it out before, but we the people who are supporting. Um, let me pull that up. If you, unless you want to do it, I can't. Um, our cash app up there. And also, uh, we have a Patreon as well. Um, Will, you want to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so you guys, here, let me just switch that up there. Yeah, so you guys had um, seen one of the um, previous guests, um, Ashton W. Sanders. You know, he he might be humble, but um, he's actually went from homeless to making multiple six figures. Um, very um, well-known guy in the business world, knows a lot of information. Well, we actually um, sat down and did an interview with him, and we do a, a, a lot of interviews like that with different people who are making a difference in the community. So what we'll do is we'll usually um, release the clips out during the week. But, but you know, um, we got good news. We have That's the good news. The great news is that you actually don't have to wait for the full release of the clips. And you have the opportunity to be able to sh support the show at the same time by subscribing to our Patreon. So uh, for a small, nominal um, amount, you can actually support the channel at the same time, get access to exclusive um, content before everyone else. So be sure to check out our Patreon and I'll put that on the um, banner right now. Real quick, we'll play a uh, little quick clip. Now you had mentioned how 
you were kept out of a lot of trouble by being involved in the church and different things like that. But what about times when you were away from that situation? Let, let's use school, for example. How was it going to school around that middle school time? You know, I was actually a bad kid. Like, it's so that's how I act now. But yeah, I was a really bad kid. Like, when my father and them had separated, uh, I, mean, I was in middle school, basically. And then I remember going, I think it was going into like fifth or seventh grade or something like that. And I just started acting up. You know, I was always in fight. <laughs> yeah, so de definitely you know, the rest of that video, go to TSJ Radio. It was really uh, great interview. Will, you did a really good job on that. We appreciate uh, Ashton giving us time. Uh, like I said, we got a uh, page. You know, I, what I like about it, we, we, we like to push um, real men and real so we have a lot of t-shirts for fathers man check out our check out one of our sponsors afjc that is afjc for our latest apparel homeware and drinkware definitely get a shirt for your husband wife doesn't matter again check out afjc Yeah, so definitely support that. Get on there, get you a, a shirt, mug. My, my boy, he uh, he bought the mug that looked like a Stiller um, cup. You know, Black Fathers Matter. So, really appreciate that. Um, all right, so the show, man. You got anything else you want to say? You want to end it? Oh man, um, phenomenal show. Glad we were able to get different perspectives. Just think about that. We had someone um, from the Caribbean. We had uh, someone who is um, a, a beacon in the black community um, on the ground. We had someone who's in the immigration process, as well as in Texas, as well as we had um, someone who's been working with the government. So, like, these different views here, um, hope you guys were able to learn something. Um, I know that I did. And... Man, I can't wait. I'll actually be listening to the show again. Yeah, I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot from uh, Swanee uh, when he was talking about, uh, what was he talking about? The, uh, the Social Security, you know, you know, progress getting Social Security early. And uh, you know, there were some uh, people in the comments confirm that. I learned uh, a lot from uh, Mike, Keith. And so it was dope, man. Um, so with that, I just want to leave it there, man, and uh, see you next week. All right. Peace.